0: Log Talk Radio. RGM IGM,
1: IHP. IHP. Yeah.
2: yeah. Scientific breakthroughs. Unveilings. The spiritual revelations. The openings. That's fine. Mm. Hijacking the mind. Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. 13 indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the mints, Tales from the crib. Hitting blood rituals. 50 scores flying over California vacations. Lions and tigers, gotta get my parents or parish. Tap into raw flesh, vampire, vegetarian. I'm a malnutrition, chemically imbalanced, Ethiopian, and Helen Kush. Blue projects get pushed, mold with the bush. Standing on the middle line, no defining, swirling dervish. In between space and time, did you fix Tuesday? Another Newsday, day. North, east, west, south. Not he's to confused today. Just a to fuse the way. Another chips and Tuesday. commercial advertising for AncestralTea.com All rights are reserved. Peace.
3: leave a massomatic attack the back with I ask why you blast at him so fast to trade ash this mass take those spray am get cash. the bitter the nigga I figure my pockets were bummed. it's chilling
4: in cities when your money is broke down to a crumb so held them me carefully the edges right here right
3: Evening, to everybody out there in Radio Land, Cyberland. Welcome back to another Tuesday edition of Tips and Tricks Tuesday here on First World Order Radio. I'm Brother Jamal sitting in again this evening for Blackwater the Meta Magician. Want to send a shout out to the whole First World Order family, Dr. Aline Bay, Princess Kadira, the good brother, of Blackwater the Meta Magician, and to all of you all who are listening in this evening and all of you all who will listen to the podcast. Today's date is December thirteenth. 2016, and the, the year is rapidly coming to a close, so uh, we want to start preparing ourselves and putting ourselves in position to be ready for um, one year to close out. And another one to roll in. So, um, we want to talk this evening about time, since time seems to be, it's not that time seems to be, we know for sure that time is moving fast. So That's what we're going to get into tonight. We're going to explore the mysteries of time, but before I do that, I want to make sure you are, you are all aware of some services that are available that can help you along your journey as you're striving to be the best you and the most enlightened you that, Excuse me, that you can be. One of those avenues is draleemlbay.com. You can go there and just get a a treasure trove of items and services that will help you along your spiritual journey. From mugwort, uh, herbs, all the way up to crystals. uh, I mean, you name it. This is a one-stop shop for all of your metaphysical needs. So go and check out com. Also, I want to remind you all of Blackwater's class that he holds every Friday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, that's every Friday until January 13th. It's Wachita Semitwai eight-week online course uh, where he's going to instruct you in Qigong meditation, Tai Chi martial arts. He is a black belt martial artist. He's a um, certified natural health professional. Uh, This is a brother who is uh, serious about his craft, as is the whole First World Order radio family. So um, we encourage you to go and check out these different offerings that are available to help you along in your spiritual quest. And when we talk about getting to our topic tonight, I'm going to show you how these services and these uh, different tools that are available to you can help you. Because as we start really getting into this thing about time, you're going to see this time in exactly what we've always thought it to be and even when we thought we became more aware of time maybe we still didn't understand it so tonight we're just going to try to get a little deeper um, peer into this most mysterious phenomenon called time uh it is something else. You know, when you're a little child, you, um, it's just like when you're waiting on something, waiting on your birthday or waiting on Christmas morning, it's just like uh, the time just drags. I swear, when I was a, a, a child, December was the longest month from Thanksgiving to Christmas because, you know, the anticipation it seemed like from Thanksgiving to Christmas was like a six-month span. And now at the age I'm at now, it seems like time, because I ain't thinking nothing about as far as in the mindset that I did as a child, I don't think about Christmas. It's just like December is, it's already in the middle of the month. It's just like, damn, it was just the end of November. So um, sometimes we, we think that we're imagining that time is moving faster, but we're going to explore tonight the possibility that maybe when we perceive it as moving faster, maybe it actually is. And we, when we perceive it as slowing down, Maybe it actually does So I'm hoping Time is such a vast subject That it's really not something That you can fully Exhaust In you know Hour and a half, two hours I mean what is more Daunting of a topic than time So So we're just gonna dance around a little bit, but I'm hoping that towards the end that that y'all are ask some questions or kind of stir up some things, cause it's so much involved in it. I can't remember everything I want to say about it, but if y'all chime in and you know get the wheels turning, then we can pull out some stuff. We can maybe get us some channels to come down, and we can you know illuminate some areas. In regard to time that we may have glossed over But uh, I want to just start with uh, The etymology of the word time I think that's key, that's where we got to start Uh, Time comes from the Indo-European root Da, Roman numeral two Now what does that mean? I always recommend this book The Origins of English Words, A Discursive Dictionary of Indo-European Roots. This is very key to having in your library. And I I want to recommend another etymology book. This book is called Origins, A Short Etymological Dictionary of Modern English. Um, I think these two books are key to having in your library. Once again, you want to have The Origins of English Words by Joseph T. Shipley, and then you want to get the book Origins, a short etymological dictionary of modern English by Eric Partridge. So go on Amazon. You know, they all pull right up. That's where I got mine from. But in The Origins of English Words, we find the Indo-European root da, Da, Roman numeral two, for the word time. And it says it means to divide. We also, uh, deriving from that root, we get the Greek word daemon, as in demon. We get demiurge. We get democrats, demagogue. Now, you know, if you've been tuning in for the past few weeks, you know we've been going over this creation drama. Uh, we've been rehashing it, and we'll probably kind of look at it a little bit because one thing about mythology is it bends and twists. It's never like, oh, I got the story, I read it, okay, that's it, I got it. Because for one, you might read one version of a creation story, and it could be the same story You can and get other versions, and it's going to be different like that whole titan story. I was talking to a brother that um, part of our, uh, our think tank here in Texas, talking to him earlier today, and we were just talking about how that titan story, of the, that Greek creation story with the titans is a lot more to it depending on which version you read. Sometimes we think the titans, came before the Olympians, and that was it. But there was a group that even came before the Titans, an even elder uh, group of gods. So um, mythologies just keep unfolding unfolding the more you look at them. So it's interesting that there word demiurge, which is associated with the character Aldebarth that we've been talking about in the Gnostic story, he comes out of the same root of da too because he is the demiurge. So if we just stop right there and look at that, there's a lot contained in just that little bit. It's just with the word divide, divide. And let's just use our imaginations. There are two faculties you got to use when you're dealing with Uh, Linguistics or Etymology There's the rational side So the rational side we've already Tackled because We opened up the book and we Found its root Okay, from the word divide But then you have to elicit Your creative side Because That's what connects all the dots Because yeah, it might say It means divide, but what does that Actually mean? So the way it works to really fully get the understanding, you have to use your imagination. Think of things that divide or things that get split. And here's another thing. Don't think that when you hear a character in mythology, even though it might be a man, don't get locked in into the physical idea of what a man is, as in masculine because all these things are interchangeable, because all we're talking about is energy. So, because what I'm going to tell you next will sound like a contradiction, but it's actually not. Alderbaugh is considered to be a male deity. and we typically, as we get into our metaphysical studies, we uh, associate the ego with being masculine and which there is truth to that. But when we look at the word divide, that's a two-way street because that doesn't differentiate between the divider and that which is divided. It just says divide. And that's where, to get an understanding of mythology, this is, this is a key, key Uh, Point to highlight Because when you look up The etymology of the word penis And vagina You'll find that they come From the same root How is that so? The penis Means sword But it also means Inward house Well, the vagina is the inward house. Hope this makes sense. So that which goes in is the same as that which receives. Because, of course, you know, um, it makes sense because we all come from women anyway. So ultimately, everything got to be feminine. So that's how when we see time means da too and it means divide. What is divided? The vagina is divided. When you when when the phallus thrust into the vagina, there's a division between the two pillars, the two wings, the labia. But the penis is doing the dividing So the word divide will apply to both of them. Then, the woman has both parts anyway. She has a clitoris, which is a small penis. So when you're looking at mythology and you start uh, uh, attaching gender, you got to be very careful because we're thinking in a human form, which we're supposed to. Supposed to use human examples to help bring us up to a higher understanding that is talking about energy. The only reason I reference a penis and the vagina and look at their origins, the the, the roots that they come from, the etymology of the two, which uh, this let me while I'm here, because somebody might be thinking this just makes no sense. So let me just show you how to. The origin of the word penis comes from cow, K-A-L. Then vagina, the word vagina comes from the same root, cow, K-A-L. So if they emerge from the same root, then I mean they have the same origin, it's the same word. Because everything we're talking about comes from one source. Everything has to come from a feminine source, a divine feminine, because the masculine is the masculine part that breaks off from the feminine. And then it acts on itself. So the feminine creates a masculine counterpart to act upon itself and then create. But ultimately, you're talking about one source, and that's not to get into a gender war. We're talking about on a cosmic level. So when time comes from the root da, and da means divide, we don't have to get trapped into thinking that because one of the words that derives from that is demiurge, that we're talking about a masculine principle. We're still talking about a feminine principle. So when we look at these creation stories, we're so locked into a cowboy and Indian, you know, cops and robbers type mindset that we tend to find this is the good side and this is the bad side. We think that Aldaboth, the demiurge, when you read those passages, you think he was a real asshole. He said I am a jealous God and there's nobody above me, and his mother has to check him and say, Nah, fool, there are there, I'm above you. You ain't the you ain't the highest God. So it's natural for us to have the inclination like, you know, hey, I'm pulling for the mother. Yeah, he's an asshole. You tell him, Sophia. But The more you study and you dig, it's not a a story about a good and a bad side. It's deeper than that. Because the further you'll go, you'll see who is really behind the whole scene pulling the strings. What does that mean? Let's go to the Bible. Proverbs 9 and 1. Certain areas in the Bible where they give you, they give it or what? They give it up. They let you know who is really running the show. Okay. Proverbs nine and one, wisdom has built her house. She has honed out her seven pillars. She has prepared her food. She has mixed her wine. She has also set her table. She has sent out her maiden. She calls from the tops of the heights of the city. Whoever is naive, let him turn in her. In her, who, him to him who lacks understanding, she says, come, eat of my food and drink of the wine I have mixed. When the last time you heard your preacher read that in church? So right here in Proverbs, they're telling you, who is the master mason? Who is the master builder? They've told you. Now, listen to the wording. Wisdom has built her house. She has honed out her seven pillow, pillars. Now, to hone, that is what you do when you spin a web. So you're also talking about the widow, the black widow. She homes or she spins her web. Her web is what we call the matrix. The matrix is what we live in, and the matrix is what we have identified as the enemy. But is it really the enemy? So there are several versions of the matrix. You have a matrix in your body called a cytoskeleton. There are several versions of the matrix. Now, as we are delving deeper into understanding this great drama that we're in, we've got to keep pushing. You can't get to a level of understanding and think, oh, I got it. I'm going to stop. You've got to keep digging, and you've got to allow yourself to get confused. I go through these bouts of, of utter confusion. I think I got it locked down. I got it. I got it. And because I keep digging and I get frustrated and I get confused again. What the this shit don't make? This don't add up to what two and two was equaling four last week, and now it's equaling seven. This don't add up. But that is the beauty of it. By continuing to dig, you're going to get further and further and further and deeper into your understanding, and your light gets brighter, which is the ultimate purpose of life. The word life means anointing. Anointing. Ain't that what the word Christ means, anoint? So the purpose of life is to become Christ. So what is the purpose of the spider weaving this web? She's created this whole web as a universal cosmic university. hate to sound redundant, but that's what this is, a cosmic university. So know the matrix, which also could be called the labyrinth or the maze. The matrix is not exactly our enemy. The matrix is the proven ground. It's the place where we have to come and we have to get initiated. You know, most of the words we use still come back to something feminine. Just take the word initiated. Your whole life is nothing but a big initiation. But just think about the word initiate. Initiate means to go in. Now, be creative. If you were talking about going in, Naturally, there's ways to go in a man, but then we're talking about naturally, you naturally will go in the feminine. You go in the woman. So the whole concept of our whole existence, it's really not about us battling against Alderbach or the demiurge or the ego. It's about us making it through the proven grounds. Going, surviving, and gaining more understanding within the matrix. Learning how to use the matrix as an actual tool to grow versus looking at it as, oh, it's my enemy. So she, according to Proverbs 9 and 1, she actually created time. Sophia, Isis. The great mother, Hathor, Zodokias, whoever you want to label it, she created this whole, this whole cosmic drama that we've been thrust into. And I think that's where we need to start. Now, I brought up last week how when we become more conscious, we go from, you know, we get that understanding of, uh, let's say, more intelligence. That's just that's this, this, this kind of dead that word. That's conscious. Let's say more intelligent because you're conscious right now. You're conscious when you wake up, but intelligence—that's the—that's what the brother Blackwater dropped on me today, and I, I got to I got to run with that. It's intelligence. So as we become more intelligent, we we make the realization that time is not linear. Time is circular. Meaning linear is like you think of an X axis, you got an A, and then you travel to the right, you get to B, and the, the line just keeps going on and on and on, and everything that's behind the points you're at now just falls off into the past. Well, we, we, we come to a level of understanding that time is a circle, okay? And, but then we feel like we've got it. Well, let me tell you the trick about that. The circle is the hamster wheel. Wheel of fortune. is the wheel of fortune. You keep incarnating and landing in the wheel wherever it might stop. Oh, I'm a Gemini. Oh, I'm an Aquarius. Oh, I'm a Libra. Wheel of fortune. Spin the wheel. Where am I going to drop in? So, Lack of understanding leaves us still trapped on the wheel. And C. Freeman L. used to talk about this. That story, we keep talking about the whole fall story. Well, what happened, time began with the fall. That's when time began, with the fall story. And what happened is once you fell into the circle or we fell into the circle, that's called involution Involution means we got involved We got involved in the circle We broke into the, the circumference And we got involved in the circle The moment that we got involved in the circle Which is get involved in the cycles of time We fail That's called devolution Okay Now Right now, we're preparing for a celebration that is mimicking the cosmic journey of our souls. We call it Christmas. That's the name it's given now, but that's not its original name. Because that ritual, partly on the astrological uh Level Is based on the descent of the sun Or the devolution of the sun And the sun goes down to its lowest position On the horizon Which is what we call the winter solstice And it sits there for three days Considered to be the darkest Longest nights of the year And then on the third day it starts to rise back up. that sound familiar? So Christmas is the celebration. This is just on the astrological. From an astrological perspective, celebrating the sun regaining its strength, meaning that the days will slowly start to get longer and that the earth will heat up. But it also, for your soul, is showing... What you're supposed to be doing about the fact that you fell into a human body, you're supposed to start rising, which is the illumination of your soul, which is your evolution. Now, here's the trick about time, though. You can evolve, yes, I mean, I think pretty much everybody who's got a pulse can say to some degree, oh, I've evolved. Hell, if you learn how to tie your shoe, you can say that's a form of evolution. But here's the key about a circle. When you get back up to the top of the circle, if you don't know what to do, what happens again? You make a revolution and you fall right back down in the circle. See, sometimes we got to be careful with the words we use. We use words sometimes and don't know what they really mean. So you may think that you are a revolutionary. I'm about revolution. All you're saying is you're about going around in a circle. When in actuality, you're supposed to be thinking about breaking the revolution which is breaking the circle, i.e. breaking the cycles of time. So I just want to lay down that little framework just for us to to, to chew on to get started. And uh, if you got some questions, you know, maybe scratch them down, you know, and just we're going to open it up here shortly. Um, for any questions you might have. right? right, let's look at some things that are associated with time. Ritual. Ritual is associated with time. We've talked about this before. Ritual comes from the Indo-European root AR, Roman number one, R1, and it means reckon, arrange, fit, join so when you when a ritual is conducted, really what is going on is it's uh it's someone or a group of people are arranging something the way they want it to be, or you are arranging something the way you want it to be. That's what a ritual is It is an arrangement. so time is used to perform rituals. And rituals are used to create time in the manner that is desired. Because time is not fixed. Time is malleable. Time is not fixed. Time is malleable. That's why when you were a child and it felt like Christmas
1: uh,
3: took 3,000 years to get there, Or you're waiting on your birthday, or you're waiting on, you know, that new pair of shoes, it's like, damn, it's just taking forever. It really was, because time is controlled by our perception of it. And rituals are done to control partly our perception. Okay. Rituals are done in all different manners, and we're going to look at just a few of them in a little bit. Um, but under the heading of rituals, let's look at the word anniversary. Anniversary. It comes from three different roots, but let's just dig with one, just the root. Uh, er. Two five you have to get the book to understand how these how they how they uh the language they use for their roots, but it's u e r two five uh and it means turn spin vortex well that's what spirituality is turning turning of breath, so an anniversary creates a vortex. So every year, the Jews or those people who have assumed the title of Jews, the Khazarian and Sephardic Germans, uh, they have the whole Holocaust anniversary. Never forget. Because they are creating a vortex A vortex For us To always Associate them as being The true chosen people Christmas is, is, is an anniversary It's supposed to be the anniversary Of the birth Of Jesus Now we know better We don't even need to We don't need to Even get into that Now Another word here is interesting Very interesting Is ceremony Ceremony comes from the root Canito And guess what that means Honey So what's another word for honey Is melis As in melanin So a ceremony is a manner of applying this magical substance to help bring about the arrangement. Ceremony. Now, finally, let's look at this word. Very fitting. Holiday. Holiday. Spelled H O L I D A Y. First word, holly, is the same as holy. Holy day. Holy day. So a holiday or holy day comes from the uh, Old English, it's Hylic. Hylic. And the Hylic means uh, omen. Omen It also means to sanctify So what are we doing now We're talking about magic A holiday Is a magical day And is used to renew a cycle Cycle of energy And again What's the holiday that's coming up Christmas We know Christ means anoint, and Christmas is mass, and the the mass means two things. It means to mix, and it means to send. So if you have an understanding of what this holiday or holy day really means, you don't have to Take the stance of, oh, I don't even pay no attention. To none of that. I don't deal with none of that. No. Remember, you are a god and a goddess. You can take and something and do whatever the hell you want to do with it. Everything, the secret is this. Everything is all about your intent, and it's all about your mind. The way that you think is what controls everything. This whole debacle, this whole drama was set up for you to think and know your way through it and out of it. And all of these holy days or holidays are your days. They're all based on you. So if you can understand that, you can take it. Now that's not that's this 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 that's not saying you go out here and run up three credit cards. No, I'm talking. I don't even have anything to do if you going out buying gifts. If you understand that you are Christ, and that the story is talking about how you fell from a divine place into a human body, and about you illuminating yourself. Then why couldn't you celebrate? It's about the story is originally about you. Even the story of Santa Claus is about you. Look, if you are into the occult, then that means that you walk the left hand path. Let me explain. Let me explain what the left hand path is. Astrologically, your body, the front is the east. The back is the west. That's why Osiris is called the god of the, he's buried in the farthest west. That's why the word sin means west. Because it's talking about your spine. The the Jed pillar. That's where God is asleep. Fell in the west. The sun sets in the west. That's why the God set is associated with, uh, that's why the sun going down is called set. It's set in the west. So the right side would be the south. The left side would be the north. Evil comes from the north. Have you ever heard that? That's the left-hand path. Well, the left is where Santa Claus comes from. Left meaning the North Pole. Santa Claus comes down from the North Pole. And he comes down on nine reindeer. That's the Ouroboros. One of them has a red nose. It's pineal gland. He lands on the roof. Which is the mind, and he comes down the chimney, which is the spine. He comes down the chimney, what is at the bottom of the chimney? If you burn in a fire, you're going to have what? Soot. Soot, as in set. Set, as in satan. Santa, unscrambled, anagrammatically, is Satan, who fell down. Now, In your brain, you have something called clostrum. And clostrum comes down. It is a... a, a, When they talk about the land of milk and honey in the Bible, they're talking about clostrum. Clostrum comes down and saturates your your body's cerebral spinal fluid, which is melanin. The mother... When she breastfeeds, she produces colostrum. One is colostrum. The other is clostrum. One is C-O-L-O-S-T-R-U-M, I think, and the other is C-L-A-U-S-T-R-U-M. But in essence, they're both the same thing. They are the divine information that is brought down The mother gives divine information to the child through the suckling of the breast, 720 degrees of knowledge, 72, 72 conspirators of set, two circles. Santa Claus comes down. The clostrum flows down, and it is purified in the fire, leaving a soot or ash. Ash is very fertile. In a forest fire, if a forest is burnt down, what is left is ash, and that is the most fertile ingredients that you can have for new growth. That's the story. Everything is everything. Everything is connected. He has the seven chakras on his suit. Those are his buttons. He is also Papa Legba. He wears black, red, and white. That's also Christ. Christ and Satan, one and the same. So if you can understand, and I'm just giving the Reader's Digest version, but if you can understand all of these different things, you now own the ritual because you understand it. The ritual controls you when you don't understand what it means. When you think you're supposed to drive up and down the highway and about to run people over elbowing people going into Toys R Us to go and get some $200 toy because you've convinced your child that the gateway to her, he or she, uh, his or her happiness is this $200 toy or this Xbox, then you obviously don't understand the ritual and you are being controlled by the ritual. But you can put up your Christmas tree when you understand at that Christmas tree what it is, it's the the dead pillar. It's the erect phallus with the divine seed that has come out at the top. But either way, I'm getting getting off the topic here. Time. I'm off topic, but I'm on topic because when a ritual controls you, you are being controlled by time because The rituals are done with the holidays by the people who understand them. They are used to control those who don't understand it by locking time. Just think about it. There's nothing but a big old wheel. Let's just count it down. Let's go month by month. Let's start with December, Christmas. Then January, you got to get ready for New Year's. February, Groundhog's Day, Valentine's Day. March, you got St. Patrick's Day. April, you got Easter, okay? May, you got May Day, you got Cinco de Mayo, you got Mother's Day. June, you got Father's Day. July, 4th of July. August, back to school. September, you got Labor Day. Then you get to uh, October. Oh, no, let me back up. I forgot Memorial Day in May, too. Then September, you got Labor Day. October, Halloween, Thanksgiving. I mean, November, Thanksgiving. Then we're back to Christmas. And you and I are on a wheel. If we don't recognize it, we're on a wheel. Just keep running back around. Da 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 da. Spending money, spending money, spending money. Working, working, working. And you, you ain't, you ain't increasing your light none. Because all you doing is working to get to the next holiday, or working to get to the next month, working to get to the next rent payment. These are rituals where someone is using time to. Retard what it was actually created for Time was created out of benevolence Although it traps us Time was still created out of benevolence It was created as a testing rod for us You can only be illuminated through pressure A diamond only becomes a diamond After 32,000 pounds of pressure per square inch Applied to soot To coal To carbon Does a diamond come about? It's only through the pressure. So we had to have a pressure cooker to be put in it. But those who understand time and run mass media outlets use these outlets to manipulate time. Their goal is not for you to get the essence out of time. It is for you to remain trapped in it. See, the whole goal of getting locked in the time is to become Christ. Satan is important. Christ is important. Satan is the pure. Satan is like uh, crude oil. Christ is like the refined oil. But there ain't nothing to refine if you ain't got the original substance. So both have their place. So the satanic phase of our lives is actually just falling into these human bodies and being ignorant. And the Christos part is when we rub and smear and wipe away all of the impurities, and then we raise ourselves up as this new refined philosopher's stone. That's alchemy. But those who run, they know this stuff. Their goal is for you to not realize that within your time, you have to etch out a space to become Christ. And thus you keep living and dying and being snatched back, living and dying snatched back. So they do things to stretch and contract time. Because everything down here, we learned this from hermetic science, everything down here is moving. Everything's breathing. Everything's inhaling, exhaling, stretching, contracting, even time itself. The whole universe is, 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 is pulsating or ebbing and flowing. So sports, sports events, and you're talking to a, this is, I'm a a, a former athlete, still love to watch, you know, football games, but I know ultimately all this uh, attention and money is poured into sports because they are used as vehicles for rituals to control time. Just think about it. They know that you all, that everything has to come through a womb. They know that. Some of us don't realize it, but they know. Everything has to come through a womb. So where are huge sporting events held? In colosseums. What is the colosseum built on? It's built like a womb especially when you put these new ones in where, the, where the, the roof retracts and splits and then comes in, that's nothing but a womb, the labia opening up. So even the church is fashioned after the, after the womb. That's why when you walk into most churches, they're going to have two main doors at the front where you enter the, 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 the center aisle of the church. That represents the labia of the vagina. You go down the cervix to The the altar is the cervix And inside of that church Or inside of that coliseum What do they have? Vibration In order for the woman To achieve climax She needs Part of it She needs a vibration She needs a rhythm So they get you in the church And they start playing what? An organ, so you can orgasm. They play the tambourine. They play the piano. They play the guitar. All instruments are percussion instruments, all of them. They're all percussion because they all create a vibration. Piano is percussion, organ, percussion, cymbal, drum, guitar. They all use vibration. Well, you go into the Coliseum, and what are people doing? Screaming and hollering. They're playing a little music on the the intercom. They're telling you, stand up, cheer for your team. Defense, defense. Crowd's going wild. What are they producing? Energy, energy, vibration. So that the person who's sitting up there in that little glass box, who understands what their agenda is. And because 100,000 people are mindless inside of this coliseum, their energy is being harnessed. Because this is, man, me and, me and the Brother Blackwater, we had a deep conversation there. He was talking about how energy don't have no you know, uh, uh, affiliation, like, you know, I I like purple, you know, I'm like red. Energy is just potential. And it is available to he or she who knows how to pull it down. So the mere fact that they know and have a purpose, they can pull down the energy because all these other people are absolutely mindless. they just watching the football game and cheering and going crazy, drinking beer, punching people fighting, you know, to get into the bathroom. That's how this works. Movies, slave movies are used to stop time because they want to give you a picture of a certain paradigm to hold to. You're a slave. You are a slave. You got raped. You got your ass beat. You be saying, Motisa, They want to give you Yes or ma'am They want to give you this narrative Over and over It is to stop time Movies Where somebody saves the world And if it's a black person It's a, it's a degree of what's called Meritorious Meritition Meritorious I might be saying it wrong Let me see if I can mirror, get the right spelling to y'all. Manumission, boy, I'll F up some words. What did I say? Meritorious, merimission or some shit. Meritorious manumission. Y'all look this up. M-E-R-I-T-O-R-I-O-U-S next word manumission is m a n u m i s s i o n this is the act of seventeen ten if i can remember correctly there are four ways where you could earn a so called slave could earn freedom that's through saving a slave owner's property give his life to save a slave owner uh snitch on uh another slave, and the other one was... It's four things they could do for meritorious manumission. But Either way, you look it up. 1710. My point is, when they have, especially a black person save the world, they're reenacting this whole meritorious manumission. You're giving your life to save us. They do that over and over, that narrative. Because... The whole idea is that when you are saving us, you are saying that I sanction and I agree with the conditions that I'm saving you to maintain over me. It's a ritual. These social media challenges, they are rituals to freeze time. Two years ago, they had an ALS ice bucket challenge. People sending me messages like, I challenge you. Like, motherfucker, I, <laughs> you ain't challenging me to go and dump no ice on my head. But people just just blindly participate in things and never stop to ask, where did this shit come from? Why am I doing this? All you got to do because of playing on people's egos, all you got to do is tell them, It's going for a good cause. It's going to help people. And I say, really? So if I dump this ice on my head, that means I'm a good person. Let me set my camera up. Cause we don't think. So what's the ritual? This is just my truth. That ALS ice bucket challenge. That is semen. That you're pouring on your head. That's the ritual. You're pouring semen on your head. You're getting a you're getting showered on. And semen is what? Semen is a seed. And seeds get what? They get sown. So it is a ritual for you to say that you accept the current conditions of the earth. You accept the debacle that is displayed before us on a daily basis, because you are saying that you want to fertilize the earth with the seed of disruption of discontent of chaos that that this 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 hidden hand stands for it's all everything is based on ignorance oh sh. The mannequin challenge. Okay. Well, y'all, excuse me. I got a. I got a wild, a wild uh, lion here. The tiger doesn't. Got a hold of something and throwing it. Uh,
2: Henry.
3: That's why he's called the destroyer. But the mannequin—I'm gonna keep talking while I'm, I'm gonna multitask. The 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 mannequin challenge is another one to stop time. We talked about this already, but. You got millions of people around the globe freezing. Now the one thing I didn't say though is interesting that a lot of these uh different scenarios you got children in these schools who are reenacting these spike scenes. Now, just uh, use your imagination to think about this. A fight scene frozen. So, if I stand for chaos and disorder, and I take these children and I have them freeze in a stance that suggests that they're fighting, then I'm, I am using the ritual. To congeal that reality, and this is in the school, and teachers are in the classroom participating, and nobody thinks anything's wrong with it. You are you are telling them that you're you're telling them that fighting is a joke. This is subliminal programming. They got another one now, I don't know if y'all are familiar with it, called the Backpack Challenge. Now, the Backpack Challenge is interesting. And again, it's based at at these schools where they got... uh, children line up in a line like it's Soul Train Awards. I mean, Soul Train Dancing Line or something. And one kid tries to run down through this line of children while they have backpacks full of books and whatever else. And they're throwing it at this one child as he or she tries to run through this barrage uh, uh bags, and they show online these different kids say lip busted, nose busted, and then they're all just laughing, and the teachers are standing around looking at this. This is a ritual now, not only is it a time ritual, it's a ritual. To suggest (laughs) Subliminally That It's okay To kick, beat Whatever else you got to do To get your way to the top And if you can make it Through all these people Kicking and beating on your ass And you can get through Then you'll make it to the American dream That's, that's, that's how they are programming. They use something so simple to program that into children's minds. And you can go on Netflix and watch the series 3% and you'll see exactly what I'm saying. Take each other out so that you can be one of the lucky 3% who will make it to the offshore. Time. But we've we've talked a lot about time and rituals being done to stop time, but time is actually relative. And what has been discovered is that this is nothing but just talking about ancient science, our ancient science, indigenous science, is that We lived in what was called dream time. Or we had the ability to live in dream time. Now you hear Bobby Hemley talk about uh they had to get rid of the records because we was able to heal ourselves. Or how they had to shut down people dancing. Now, I'm sure some people heard that and said this he full of what's he just be pulling shit out of but this shit was ingenious because I got their books where they're talking about all these different realities of time and how these different, uh, these different um, I can't think of the word I want to use, variables have an influence on time and how when you are at your job, or let's just start off like this you rushing to get to work. you eating your food in the car, in traffic, rushing to get to work. Get to work, adrenaline's already up, blood pressure's up, heart rate's up, sit down, got to deal with some asshole for eight, nine hours or a series of assholes for eight, nine, ten hours. Get off, fool's driving crazy in traffic, you might get home, Got some crazy fool at the house talking to you crazy, you know. Children screaming, making these all have a physiological effect. So I want to um, I want to read some backtrack because I'm getting ahead of myself. This is what this book Space Time and Medicine talks about. What they call primitive time It says Unlike modern man Primitive man is not burdened With the irreversibility of time On the contrary This irreversible profane Or linear time is meaningless Not only does the primitive Become himself most fully By participating in archetypal Behavior This realization occurs Only in mythical time That is in a state where time is abolished. So when Brother Bob was talking about the dancing, yeah, I get up onto that music. I take me two shots. You know, when he's talking about that, he's talking about dream time. When I go in certain bookstores, there's a bookstore I go to in Fort Worth, and because of my height, I have to walk through the store bent over the whole time. And I'm Whether it's winter or summer, I'm going to be sweating by the time I come out of there because it's hot. The lights are right on top of my head. But when I go in there, I'm in another world. When I go in half-price books, middle of the week when all the irritating people ain't there and all the little loud kids and the dogs barking, they're not there and it's quiet, I'm in another world. So this is real. So part of what is orchestrated in our lives is there's an attempt to keep us constantly engaged in someone else's paradigm or time reality. This whole thing, I go to one of my client's houses, you know, or his house, and both he and his wife bring their laptops home. So that means you never have any home life. And then they these jobs that had the nerve to talk about work-life balance, they create these little euphemistic terms that don't mean shit because no they ain't no work-life balance. So there's a goal to always colonize your time so that you don't have time to really think. You don't have time to really feel. Because if you do, you might just say, you know what, fuck this job. Hell, I've been doing this long enough. I know everything they know. I, I'm the one keeping them going. i will go and start my own business. Or hell, I might just cash out my 401K and I might just, Go and get me an efficiency and live simple, and I'll just put me a little garden in the back. But I got my time back. So that goal is to keep you constantly under the gun so that you don't have a chance to maybe think. Because like that movie Dark, Dark, uh, Dark City says, every now and then one of them wakes up. We can't have these people waking up. So, time. Something else I wanted to... There's a lot in this book here. I suggest... I recommend this book, Space, Time, and Medicine. Uh, this is by Larry Dossi. And this was... I think this is his first book. Came out in 1982. Um, but it's something else I wanted to say out of here. I wanted to highlight... I want to talk about how uh, he's the physiological effects of always being in a hurry, which I'm want to talk because I'm uh, I have a history of being a person who needs to work on his patience. Let me put it that way. So, let me start with this first, as he breaks down how time changes. The, 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 the malleability of time. He says, when we are totally absorbed, absorbed in a task, we may be surprised that so much clock time has elapsed. We may exclaim, time has flown. Three hours of clock time may seem like one. We feel that our sense of time has expanded, that we have been lost in time, having forgotten the clock. But although our subjective, subjective Sensation of time passage has become less acute, giving us a sense of forgetting about time. Our actual time appraisal of duration has diminished. So when we get engulfed in something that we're passionate about and that we love, time does not exist. I.e., your job always wants to keep you locked into their system hoping that you'll never discover your true passion. Then he goes on to say, it is important to keep these distinctions clear. If I am doing a job I despise, my sense of time becomes acute. I check my watch frequently. Time drags, time slows. My sense of time constricts. I feel enclosed by time. I can feel its closeness. I may feel this big-headed boy. I may feel oppressed by it. Five minutes seem like an hour. I overestimate time duration. So although my time sense constricts, my sense of time duration enlarges. So what he's saying is when you're doing something you hate, time literally slows down. And that creates stress. So not only does time speed up and slows down, but let me get into this. I want to... Look at these physiological things that happen uh, based on time, that happen in our body. Let me find this. Okay. The importance of the exaggerated response to time, the sense of urgency displayed by type A individuals, Is that it is translated into Physiologic effects Meaning when you are Constantly stressed about time In a hurry and a hurry and a hurry It translates into having effects On your own physical body Among them are Increased heart rate and blood pressure At rest Elevation of certain blood hormones Such as adrenaline, norepinephrine, Insulin, growth hormone And hydrocortisone All of which are ordinarily Secreted at an exaggerated way during times of urgency or stress, increased gastric acid secretion, increased blood cholesterol, and increased respiratory rate, increased secretory activity of sweat glands, and increased muscle tension throughout the body. The time syndrome is a body-mind process with effects on all major systems. It is not simply a conscious experience of unpleasant feelings. So... We are led to think they. you turn on a Today Show, Good Morning America, Dr. Oz, Dr. Ooze, you know, and so much emphasis is placed on diet. And one day they're telling you that this is good for you to eat, the next day it ain't. It's all a joke to them. It's just they're just just juggling people around, people who don't research on their own, but this is what they rarely talk about: the system that has been created, that began with the Industrial Revolution. We can say the um, modern system began in the seventeen mid seventeen hundreds with the Industrial Revolution. This idea of big industry, go get it, be somebody. Go, 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 go. Created a whole new dynamic for health. Because that constantly being under the gun, stress, 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 produces an environment in the body where your body basically attacks itself. I understand how these hormones work. Let's say you're in the in the woods and a bear gets after you. Your nervous system kicks in, it's called fight or flight. Your blood pressure rises, your heart rate increases, okay? Then your body is in need of more oxygen because your heart is working harder. Your adrenaline goes through the roof, which is good in that situation. No epinephrine. That means that you might have a little hives might come up. Insulin. Insulin is a driver of sugar. So the sugar that is stored in your muscles and other tissue, just, insulin is now going to enter your bloodstream from the pancreas, and it's going to drive those sugars to the areas that are that they're going to be utilized the best. Okay? Growth hormone, hydrocortisone, all these are going to be emitted. That's great if you're playing football or you're in a basketball game or you're fighting somebody outside.
1: But if it's every
3: day, you're driving to work, you're at work, you're at home, and these hormones are being secreted then you become a ticking time bomb. So this is why it's good to check out Wachita Twai every Friday, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, because what Blackwater is doing is he's talking about the one thing that is common to all of us on this planet, no matter What background is breath? I mean, that's some profound shit. He said it today. He said it's breath. Everybody got to breathe. So he deals with, among other things, learning how to control and focus on and pay attention to your breath, which then is paying attention to your own energy, which is paying attention to your own God. Because it's essential, especially now, to have some mechanisms to steal your mind to to channel your breath, channel your energy to offset these attacks. But will you say it but I ain't got time? And so as there comes a point in our lives, we got to make choices. we got to make choices about where am I going to put my time? Because ultimately, your time still is yours. Although you've got all these different people pulling at it and trying to control it, your time ultimately still is yours. Now, homeless man demonstrates this every day. He's free. He's free. And I'm not advocating being homeless. it's cold as hell outside right now. I'm not advocating that. But we got to, that's something that can be learned in every situation, though. I know we can agree on that. There's a degree of freedom because it's like, you know, my time is mine. We're going to sit here in the parking lot until we finish this whole pint of Mad Dog. That's what, that's, that's what I'm, I, that's my job at the moment. Polish off this mad dog 2020, this peach passion, you know, there's a degree of freedom there. But we have to walk the middle path, so we have to try to find that happy, not try, we find that happy meaning. But first we've got to be aware of what's going on. Step back Take a breath You know Reflect Because like I said Time is being Slowed down And then it is being Sped up And what's the common denominator Is you You So it's not actually that Time is being manipulated It's that you are being manipulated We are attempting They are attempting to manipulate us Our perception Our idea of progress I got to get more I've got to uh, I've got to get to that next position So I got to push harder Push harder So I got to detract more from my family I've got to pull back more from my my studies or my community or this and that so that I can achieve more because more is where God is based on Western civilization. And I don't mean M-O-O-R. I mean M-O-R-E, as in more is in progress. Now, if you want to identify where a true devil is, it's progress. Progress is the the, the, the home of the devil. Back to the sports. This is something interesting. This is from last year in the divisional division playoff game, NFC, Al Michaels comes on. It's the Packers versus the Cardinals. And this really taught me, and I had to write this down. He said, Quote, Time stands still for no man, but during this time of the year, a moment can last for a lifetime. End quote. Deep How many people were paying attention to what he was saying Here's another quote from the book The Devil By Russell uh, What's his name Jeffrey Burton Russell No history Quote No history is past All history is lived presently And there can be no doubt of its relevance End quote So the only thing that really exists, ladies and gentlemen, is right now. What are you doing with right now? I think this is a good place for us to stop. As we're closing out this year, 2016, what are you doing with your now? How are you dividing To bring about a new reality That's what time is dividing How are you dividing What type of Magical entities are you creating In your mind That you can bring into fruition What are you willing to let go of What are you Willing to separate yourself from So that you Can live Which means to be Anointed which means to be Christ So that you can become Christ, what are you willing to separate from? Time stands still for no man. So I'm going to stop it right there. Like I said, this just we can go on and on talking about time, but I just wanted us to briefly just kind of wet your whistle, as they say. But the number is 3535 four three five three five. First World Order Radio, brother Jamal sitting in this evening. It's a Blackwater, the Meta Magician. Phone lines open. If y'all got any questions, want to make any comments, press the one, and let's let's talk. You know. Let's uh see what y'all got on your mind this evening. And uh all right, number one, let me open you up. Nine three three one, what's happening? What's going on with it tomorrow? What's Did happening, good brother?
5: Yeah, Already,
6: man. It's Geno. It's Gino. What's going on, brother? Nothing much, man, nothing much, man. Uh Great show, man. Great show as always. Um, man, I want to ask you, for the people out here, um, what's your feelings on, as your show has been about time today, what's your feelings on time or time and even the concept of them, like you said earlier, you know, they don't want us to really feel, be human or live. So with that being said, uh-huh. what's your time, what's your take on that and also out there're somewhere trying to make us like a robot a machine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you do you have a do you have a feeling on uh, uh, do you have a take on that man
3: yeah well, this how I look at it I think okay. we talked about this earlier. imagine mm-hmm. if you found out you had gone all around the world and you had collected pyrite, <laughs> uh scrolls, books, tablets, mm-hmm. and you found out that you were created just to be um, a, a measuring tool mm-hmm. or a sharpening tool for somebody else. Right. And you knew that you always felt this empty feeling in you But you never could pinpoint it. And then he's like, oh, I see why. Because I was just created to be a shell or a hologram just to illuminate the real thing over there. And Mm -hmm. you're like, well, I got all these books. I got all this information. What can I do? Okay, this is what I'll do. I will create my own reality.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: And... um. If you got these scrolls, you know that they all say that there would be a time where those people who created you would go asleep. So you're like, okay, when well, I'm looking at them, they look like the motherfuckers still sleeping me. So <laughs> what I'm going to do is while they're sleeping, hopefully before they wake up, I need to get some things in motion that I can kind of merge them into something that'll keep them asleep. And then
1: right.
3: I can then merge my consciousness in with that and I can live through this artificial mechanism.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, that'll be the ultimate get-back. That'll be the ultimate get-back. You know, Oh no doubt. No doubt. I'm angry. I'm angry that y'all... Y'all created this cosmic laboratory And put me in it So that's why In all of their universities They're so big on empirical data They're laboratories mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's mm-hmm. my take on it
6: No doubt Kind of sound like uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein Victor Frankenstein When right. he created Frankenstein He was upset to find out Why he was created uh, mm-hmm. Just so they can learn about an, uh, Anatomy and life and, and, and living and things like that So mm-hmm. um, One, and one mm-hmm. more thing man too Is uh, I remember man When one of the kids And uh, we all know this from the Bible I'm sure but uh, uh, We always just talk about The computer chip That was going to be placed In our palm of our hand Or something like that And I just remember my dad man taking it so literal. And uh, uh-huh. I don't know, man. It's so funny because uh, it just hit me. And they were showing these commercials with this, right, with the Android phone, showing how, uh-huh. like, what is the goal to merge the human, the man or the woman, with the machine.
3: Right. And I guess right. it
6: just hit me that the computer chip in the hand is the cell phone. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You know? That's how they got it. That's right. That's right. Well, at least they think they got it. <laughs> right. But well, anyway, bro, yeah, I I, mean, it's it's a... today, man. I know
3: it's. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to go. Nah, I just gonna say that it's a it's a gallant effort, you know. I had to give them mm-hmm. an A for effort,
6: you know. Gotta give right. for effort, man. <laughs> hey Jamal, keep up the great work, man. I know it's other callers, man, but I uh, will talk to you soon, brother.
3: All right, appreciate it, man. Peace. All right, peace, bro. All right That's good brother Gino calling in And uh, once again the lines are open You know If y'all got any uh, Any other questions or comments uh, Just uh, Press 1 And uh, We'll pull you in And see what's on your On your mind So 9003 What's going on
5: What's going on, Brother Jamal this is Brother Chris? What's up, Chris? What's going on, man? Just uh a call to the back end of the show, man, very interested on, on this thing about time. So I wanna get your take on um, on this, on a on a thought I, I was having, or that I've had for a while. Okay. Is that with time, you know, um this this concept of time continuing and let's say for us that's actually keeping this concept going um, and holding on to this illusion that we're in is that as long as we're holding on to losing and, you know, from listening to brother Bobby panic, and Dr. Aleem is, that uh, these particular hybrids have, I've heard this concept of them having time to try to get to this place that they've, read in the scrolls and the, in the, in the ancient script. And, you know, uh, Uh and, you know, Panic would always say, well, you know, it ain't our, it ain't ain't our uh, business to worry about, you know, whatever they trying to get to. But our business is that as long as we're within this uh, concept of time that, or they, or their agenda would be to keep us in this circle, this hamster in the wheel in this concept of time Uh where they have time to try to get to this place that we, had in our ancient scripts that they want to get to themselves. And I just wanted to get your take on uh us you know in time and content and, and, and us being in this circle of time. Well yeah well that's
3: exactly the analogy we used at the beginning it was the hamster wheel. And but you know when we when we come together like this we when we discuss I guess when we're on a certain level of understanding When we discuss what they're doing What separates us From all them Illuminati And uh, YouTube videos You know like uh, The are doing this and that, The difference between us is that We're discussing what we see Because it's giving us An idea of where we're at In our journey Because it's showing us The level of of um, the stress that they are displaying when they do different things, so to give us a, a, a idea of, man, well, maybe if we're getting a little closer because it's the same way that they're working to try to find something to preserve and hold time. We're working through Pierce time and going through the door to the other side, or to the other dimension, or the other reality. So sometimes we, you know, we're looking at them, they're they're listening to us too to try to gauge how much do we know, you know, and we're looking at them to see how much of a panic button are they hitting, you know, but I agree that ultimately at the end of the day, our job is to do what we do. You know, and it is to uh, basically, and I know I'm overly simplifying it, but I, it's, it's just to become Christ. Because the, through, the, through the act of us brightening our life, we, we, uh, we, we will dim out, or not dim out, but we will eradicate this whole thing in the first place. Because, you know, what what he say in Matthews ten and thirty four? Do not think I came to bring peace, I came to bring the sword. And this is supposed to be Christ speaking himself. You know, but they don't never read that And you know, and not when I went to church I never heard them say that. You know. So the the more that we become that, we automatically gonna uh dispel the illusion in the first place. If that answers your question, I, you know, that's just my take on it.
5: Indeed. Well, and one more one more question, Brother Ma, is that uh what's uh your your take on you know uh we talked about apocalypse and uh they had Galactus was devouring planets and Unicron on the Transformers cartoon movie when he was devouring planets. Uh Mm-hmm. This this, uh, this the this core concept of destroying all the illusion, including the well well just let's just say we're just starting here, just just uh, or 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 all of it, all of it that's the illusion, destroying all of it in the in the fear that it seems that that some may have when it comes to completely letting go of all of this, the physical, spirit mm-hmm. realm is within is an illusion as well, you know, just just. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um the fear that some have of just letting this all this shit go in the mind while we still doing our our day to day, cause we ain't experience. but just letting it go in our mind completely. And 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 what's your what's your take on that? And the fear that some people may oh, have. Oh man,
3: that's a well, that's a damn good question. Oh man, let me tell you what I would I would say get a strong concordance, cause I'm gonna tell you this thing gonna crack, gonna gonna open up the whole thing right here. When you get a strong concordance and you look up the, the, the word murder in Hebrew, you'll see that the word eat, destroy, kill, murder, they all come from the same word. So sometimes it's just about semantics. The word destroy brings about a negative connotation. But I always use this analogy. For you to get the essence out of an apple, You have to eat the apple. So when you hear the story about Kronos was eating his children and Rhea tried to save Zeus, and it sounds like Kronos is a bad guy. But what what does it mean to eat? That means you absorb the energy. So all we're talking about when we're talking about destruction is we're talking about the energy being absorbed back into one source. And it's actually a very beautiful thing. You know, if something is, if you, you eat that apple, you are now going to be able to get the, the, the vitamin A out of it. You're going to be able to extract that. You eat that that strawberry, you're going to be able to extract the vitamin C out of it. But until you eat that fruit, that shit don't do you no good. So you have to have destruction. And a better word is Absorption. That's all we're talking about: absorbing back into, or uh, uh, condensing back into one source.
5: All right, see what I'm saying? Already, okay, okay. All right, man, appreciate that, brother. Jamal, man, great, great show, man. As usual.
3: No doubt, brother. I appreciate you listening in.
5: Already, peace.
3: All right, 7573, what's good?
1: 7573, you open. Yeah.
3: Hey. Peace, peace. Can you can you turn your volume up a little bit? you hear me now? Yeah, just barely, but... What's happening?
7: Yeah, brother, you hear Peace, huh? Peace, peace. I can hear you now. Yeah, this is um, Zayn Bay, man, from the um, conference, man.
1: Oh, it's well, good, brother.
7: What's up, bro? Yeah, yeah everything, uh, everything's uh, all love, man. Islam, um, peace and love, man. Peace, peace, peace. Hey, hey, yeah, I was um going over um what you were saying earlier uh, in the um, lecture uh, tonight, right? Uh-huh.
1: And,
7: yeah, you were saying, um, you remember you were saying about, um, about the, um, clip, about the clitoris and the phallus, right?
1: Uh-huh.
7: Yeah, so, you know, basically, I'm going over, um, in, in, the, in the Holy Quran, Circle 7. It, it's, uh-huh. I, I was actually looking in the Ho- Holy Quran, Circle 7, and it actually in Chapter 7 and 11, you know, 7-11, you know, that's, you know what they, that means. You're right, right. But actually, it was saying, um, the part about with the friendship between Jesus and Lamas and he was um explaining over on um, the meaning of truth. That's in chapter seven, and actually in um chapter eleven, he's going over about um, when time what well, about time, you know. So, so actually, if you actually um mm-hmm. do the knowledge about that right there, it actually explains what you were saying because um, about um, the, like man, man is strangely mixed with truth and falsehood, you know. So that's on the, the different poles, you know. The the opposites attract, you know. The positive and negative poles. So, um, if you actually, um, if anybody can actually that was listening, can actually go to those chapter seven and chapter eleven. You can actually break down about um the um the phallus and the and and the clitoris. So um, mm. and, yeah, actually, and you know, you know, um, uh, you know, the brother, um. Azazio Bay, he has a um a lecture
1: online, <laughs> with
7: um, it's called, um the key, the key, of, the key of life, right? And he was at, he uh-huh. actually said that um on the on the tip of your penis is actually a vagina. We all have a vagina on the tip of our penis.
3: Yeah, I I seen that. I seen that lecture. Mhm. Uh-huh.
7: Yeah. Mhm. Uh-huh. So that right there, um, that's like the uh-huh. ace in the hole, bro, which you were just explaining. I said, wow, I had to call in, and glad to hear from you too anyway, and um. No doubt. You got, what's your, what's your because um, I don't have your phone number again. Maybe I can get it from uh, Arlene and and or maybe you can just um write your website down. Where, something where, like that
3: hit, know. hit me what's up. At, no, I'm going to do
7: this. I can yeah. see your number right here. I'm just going to write it down. I'll send you a text. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Peace, man. Peace. But that's all I had to say, True. man, because it coincides with 7 and 11. You know, 7 and 11, that got a lot of great. Um, <laughs> Now with that right there. Man. And, um, man, so I tell I you, they got it coded,
3: don't you? I'm going to, I'm gonna have, to I'm gonna have to get that, man, and, and read that for myself.
7: Yeah, check it out, I'm going over exactly what you said, man. I'm going to give a shout-out to First World on the radio, man. Peace and love to all the brothers, your brothers.
3: Right on, right all on. Around peace around and all love, around brothers.
7: the universe, man. Peace and love, son. One. No doubt. Peace. Peace, peace.
3: Bet okay, oh, 0324. Your line is open. How hey, you
0: doing? I'm doing fine. How are Jeez. you? This I'm is doing well, Sister I can't Source. complain. One, yes, what's you happening? Are. I thoroughly enjoyed this. Is Sister Source aka Trina. I'm calling in from Kansas City, Missouri. And um, right. my uh, Star Oracle Francis brought me in on this, and, and you know, I'm just always so glad and so proud to be a part of us building, you know. Uh of no us doubt. laying groundwork and working together and I love the approach that you take um, uh towards uh to- openly talking about the the uh, the genitals and the connection. I love the way you describe time in a three uh three hundred and sixty degrees, three plus six equaling nine. Everybody knows nine is mm-hmm. divine. And I love your approach Mm -hmm. on everything, and um, I really hope to uh, hear more and hear you go even deeper with this. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm just glad I got to hear the build, you know. Good job. No
3: doubt. No doubt. I'm glad that you joined in, and and shout out. Thanks to Sister Frances for uh, telling you about it. I'm glad that you joined in tonight.
0: And I'll be here. I'll be here listening because this is good. This is good.
3: No doubt. No doubt. I appreciate it. Well, peace to you, and uh, be easy up there in, in, in uh, KC.
0: It won't be long. We'll be down and we'll be moving to Dallas soon, so <laughs> it's, on, it's Okay, in all right. <laughs>
3: all right, that's what's up. All right, well, we look forward
5: to it.
0: Take care, brother. Peace.
5: You too. Peace.
3: Sister Francis, what's good?
8: Hey, brother Jamal. Hey, brother Jamal. And fam, How's everybody doing? The question that rings, or um, right, this is is in that resonates with me. I call myself purpulous because I want to see the divine masculine and the divine feminine come together again.
1: Mm-hmm.
8: Um, mm-hmm. But it seems like. And I, it seems like we are just uh, repelling each other, and I just want to see that change. But my question to you is, you were talking about um, the mantra within within the motion picture industry, how they're wanting us to believe a certain fact, and you were talking about slavery, That you know, that same mantra over and over and over again. What made um, the film that came out this summer about, oh, what was his name? Oh, God, not John Brown. I can't think of his name. Nat Turner. What made that different? Mm-hmm. Because to me, and I talked to the brothers in Houston, and we, we had a long conversation about this. To me, it's the same mantra. It's no different than 12 Years of Slave, Rufus. To me, it's all the same. Why did this movie get a path, in your opinion?
3: Well, I didn't see it, but I know I heard Red Pill talking about it And he said that at the end of the movie, he still got, it was still one of those things where he got dealt with. So I think that it seemed like an emotional victory because it was Nat Turner and the the connotation of Nat Turner, you know. And that's what I thought it uh, was,
8: his name.
3: Rebellious. Mm-hmm. But they still gonna make sure that they're gonna work their ritual inside of. See, that's 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 the thing. They they want to make it. It's like a a yo yo. They throw it out there and then they are gonna pull it right back on you. You thinking that it's like, yeah, this is one where we put it to him and then, but then they say, but yeah, he fought. But at the end, look what still happened to you. Mm-hmm. We still on top. So I don't know if people really paid attention initially to to that. And I'm just going on hearsay because I ain't seen it. But from like when Red Peel said, he's like, yeah. And we said, when I thought about it, it's like, man, it messed me up because it still was that same narrative was played out.
1: And that's,
8: that's, and, and that's I mean, my it's still the same narrative. Nothing was different. The only thing that was different was you took a, a major energy in our community and you used the name to get us to fall into your ritual.
1: hmm
3: But, like, you know, like panic talks about and, you know, part of it is is uh, somebody else was saying this too. It's really about knowing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Well, if you you know what what their intent is and can read the story, it's not the same as if you're in this dark theater with these bright lights flashing. Your conscious mind is completely subdued
7: and then your Mm -hmm. subconscious
3: is wide open and you ain't got no awareness. I think that is when it's really, really detrimental. But the fact that you can... Because ultimately, this is the key. Nobody can tell your story like you can. So we still are talking about, uh, I don't care, even when they try to do something like Blade, that was a badass movie. But ultimately, I think the resolve we have to come to is you're still talking about somebody else telling your story or telling his story and giving it to you as though it is your you, story. Right. B-
2: because a lot oh, of people... That's
3: so, the real.
8: that's the real. That's the real magic, I would say. That's the real magic.
1: Because I heard
8: people... That really is. That's real magic. I heard people in the concert community saying, well, brother, black brother did this, and he was involved in this, and he directed this, we have to go support him. And I'm like, no. No, we don't. I, I didn't see it that way.
3: We, we, we are still looking for somebody to validate us. You know, and it's like, uh, um, before I go and see a slave movie, I'll go and see a, a children's movie. So that's where you're going to see. see this is. See, that's where the truth is. Like I talked to, last week I was talking about trolls.
1: I'm telling uh-huh. y'all that
3: movie is the shiznik.
1: That's <laughs> The shiznik. <laughs> yeah, I had to pull back
3: to 1998 on y'all, or 96 or whatever. That that's the that's the movie. Go and see them children movies. Don't don't go to these. I'm tired of seeing. I'm tired of seeing pictures on Google Plus and other social where they're showing black people hanging from a damn tree. Look how uh-huh. they do That shit's traumatizing.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't
3: want to see another black person with a neck broke hanging from a fucking tree. I know, I know about it. I don't need to keep and people think that that's being revolutionary. Keep putting up these it's pictures. Not, yeah. Somebody getting burned or that picture of that black man with the goatee and he's got his back all I'm tired of seeing that picture with his back all marked up from being hit with a with a whip. I don't need to see it and it's it's. What that does is it helps to reinforce a program inside of the subconscious mind.
8: Exactly,
3: exactly. And and and, and we got to make sure that we not get hung up in being what we think is revolutionary. It is about being scientists. It's about mm-hmm. being constantly searching for more data if I have to use such a word that that gives us more clarity because the more clarity we have then that's really a big piece of the puzzle.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But I think I think for a vast majority of people the idea of being Mental giants, we still think that's nerdy or that's just that's 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 wimpish or this that. And see, my thing is, I'm use myself as an example. Somebody gonna be hard pressed to whip my ass. Being intellectual is not about being soft, because I you're gonna be hard pressed to put hands on me and get a win. So that doesn't mean that you're being soft because (laughs) you're. Delving into that intellectual path That means that you are understanding Where your true And intellectual Encompasses spirituality You know all of the above
5: mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying mm-hmm. And
3: We are getting caught up Into somebody else is giving us A narrative of how You're supposed to Fight and really, this real, real... See, this is what me and Gino got to today. This is what we really got it down to. Really, the whole idea of us versus them really ain't even what it's about. That's that's giving yeah. too much power. To them. See, to them. Because so, it's like, if Batman's number one adversary is the Joker, that means that this is a battle between two gods. Mm-hmm. If I label something as my number one adversary, then that means it's on my level. It's not even a, it's 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 about us battling. And it's not even about battling. It ain't let's just take that word out. It's about us finding our way back home. I think- ultimately. It's about Dorothy getting back to where's uh the sister eight one six getting back to Kansas. I mean, and that's it. They want us to focus on, you know, uh, I think Chris said this one time, talked about the Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp, and they got uh, uh, a receding hairline, big forehead, uh, what's his name, Stephen A. Smith, got him on there with uh, another guy now, ESPN. That's all by design. They're elevating themselves to gods. They already know <laughs> you a god and a goddess. It's like, but mm-hmm. well, look, I'm sitting across from you, you know. I'm debating you. So I'm I'm only so I really <sighs> But I, do... I still get annoyed though. I get annoyed. Mm-hmm. They 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 can be quite annoying, you know. Just I always bring up this gym scenario because that's pretty much I don't go a whole lot of places where I interact with people. I don't I don't really go a whole lot of places, but in there it's a closed environment and you can really mm-hmm. analyze their true nature. You know. Uh and I've said this before, but you can be somewhere and you find the most remote part of the gym to be in, and they will come and (laughs) seek you out because something, when I was a little boy, me and my mama would go in clothing stores and she would get so mad because she'd say every fucking time I go to look at something, here they come. I go and find a clothing rack where nobody's at and here they come. Now, the secret is they're not even consciously doing it. They are vamp- they're vampires by nature. So I'm in there at the little, in the corner doing my thing, and I swear, this dude just keeps, because, you know, you're in the gym, you're using the mirror to look at your form, he keeps pacing in front of me. I want to take the dumbbell, and I wanted to take it and crush his skull with it. <laughs> and, I, and I just have to sit there, and I have to collect myself. And But see, I also know that they always want your attention. That's another thing. What child does not want the parent's attention? So, you know, I see him. I turn my back. And I know that just irritates the hell out of them. They really want you to, when they are conscious of what they're doing, then they're really trying to get your attention. So I done got off on a tangent, but, you know, just ultimately it's about us. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
8: And we're creating the vortex, and I am i am so happy that we've come into your universe, and I'm just excited that we're going to just build this, uni- this, this vortex and just, I don't know, pierce and just grow and ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I'm looking forward to it. I'm just looking so forward to it.
5: Well, you're
3: the web. You are the web, so... That's uh what is what is that verse in Proverbs nine and one? Hone her hone her uh seven pillars. she has spun her web. So, you know, yeah. We we, we got us we got us uh, uh something you know, brewing down here in, in Texas now. We can say that.
7: We you do know. So uh we-
3: you know, some serious scholars, you know, and we got some serious scholars around the country who mm-hmm. are, who are listening in and, and, uh, and we building this thing like Voltron, you know, I so I say, so, uh, you know, I want to, I just want to thank everybody for listening in and, uh, I know for sure now that I'll be back on next week. Um, Brother uh, Blackwater told me just, you know, go on and prepare to get down next week. So, uh, creator willing, we'll do this thing again. Uh, Same back time, same back channel. Uh, (laughs) And uh, if anybody want to hit me up, you can hit me at... uh, Robinson, 360 at gmail.com uh, if you got any questions about books or whatever or anything you know, whatever you know uh, you can check out my little YouTube it's called the Gnosis G-N-O-S-I-S put a few little videos up little quick videos here and there but I want to thank all of y'all again for listening in and uh we leave with our usual words, you know, stay down till you get up, and when you get yep. up, stay down, stay down, so so with that said, I say peace out to all of y'all out there, and y'all be easy.
1: peace,
5: peace thanks.
4: We've had a home foreclosed on automobiles repo. Locked that up, our business. Yes, we walked through the fico. Matters not if you were sorry and run down your cheeks. So it's best you sway your chest, get up, to dress, and face the people. And ain't no use in running because life it don't stop coming. The future's here, the past is present. Shit, now ain't that something? It's bumping like your heart be thumping when that drain those pumping. Through your blood, no clumbin' when that shit just don't stop dumping. Old folk ain't rotin' dense. It's feelin' like everything's stupendous. It's real like here, hard to have no feel when you get jammed up in pinches. So nigga get dirty just to get that paper for water to wash. The dishes. Diamond, 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 diamond,
1: diamond, diamond, diamond,
4: diamond. And takes up comb through the catacombs and zones. purchase for the honeycomb, home's my cologne. Reach the struggle in low tones. The set up some dry bones, but the hound dog just phones. At the mouth, he wants me out in the open. He just hoping to expose me to the frozen frigid winter. Guess I'm chosen to be golden for this battle of the eon. I'm no chattel or no peon. Born a king and I will be one. Teeth the mirror, you will see one. Or a and for that reason. I was sent to be a beacon for the season. I'm Aquarius. I overcome nefarious, imperious. My rank and foul so serious and serious. Caesarean section bust through your gut so you can feel me. Like Bobby Blue and Johnny Tooth. These muddy waters coming through with dirty shoes and bruise. I reach for you. I'm reaching for you. Diamond, diamond, diamond.
3: Your motivational message Look and listen to this lesson Life's just a series of testing You either passing or failing You either sinking or selling Inhaling roses you smelling
4: Exhaling shit you expelling No ejections Ain't no belling. This is the telling phase of your journey The point of your life when you earn thee Distinction of one who understood, overstood, and understood The tried stone rejected by the builder who knew you could But 32,000 pounds per square inch of pressure Become a diamond, a diamond. Diamond, diamond, diamond. We shout power to the people, power,
3: power to the people. Power to the people, power, power to the people. Power to the people, power, power to the people. Power to the people, power, power to the people.